Hey everyone, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and TTFatLoss.com here with another episode of the 7-Day Guide to Help You Lose Fat. This is actually our 40th episode of the year, and it's actually a really, really interesting episode. I've got some interesting studies to share with you about fat loss, and we have a real awesome issue. You know, sometimes we just come across the greatest stuff, and this week I certainly have. So we're going to talk about some cardio research and some diet research and I also want to say, first of all, happy Thanksgiving to all Canadian listeners, because this is the Canadian Thanksgiving weekend. So we are a little bit ahead of our American friends and a little bit uh, flip-flopped, I guess, because we have our Thanksgiving holiday on the Monday. So that's uh, how we do it here in Canada, and we're going to have a great weekend. But I want to bring myself to the transformation tip of the week, which ties into that. So for Monday, October 12th, our transformation tip of the week is do not give in to the cardio confessional. And that refers to spending a lot of time on cardio machines with the belief that, you know, doing penance on the cardio machine will help you burn off all the calories you eat whenever you have an excessive number of calories. So that is bad, bad thinking. And depending on calorie counters on cardio confessional machines is what I call the biggest fraud in fat loss today. So, you know, don't believe that that stuff is, you know, that type of activity is going to help you burn off a big meal. It's physically impossible to win with that thinking. So you need to focus on building your body up with turbulence training rather than tearing your body down with repetitive cardio. So, the, in fact, this week's uh, theme of this call is just say no to cardio. And I've actually written a book called Just Say No to Cardio. You can find that at justsaynotocardio.com. You get some nice little bonus audio in there to keep you motivated uh, during your transformation contest as well. But, you know, the big thing here is that if you go on a cardio machine, it's very, very difficult for you to burn a lot of calories. And, in fact, next week I will share some math with you that will just, you know, kind of depress a lot of people but about, you know, how many calories you really can burn in a session. But the truth is you can go and eat calories so fast, hundreds, even more than 1,000 calories at a meal, 2,000 calories probably at a Thanksgiving meal, especially if you do the entire afternoon, watching football, having alcoholic drinks, eating dessert. You're easily 1,500 calories, if not 2,000 or 2,500 calories. So you can't go on a cardio machine on Monday or Tuesday after the weekend and go and burn 2,500 calories. just doesn't work that way, and I've got research to show you that it doesn't work at all or almost at all. So we've got a very interesting cardio study to get to in a second. But first, we are going to talk about a workout that many people do not know about that is in the turbulence training lineup, and it is called my hotel room workouts, and it actually has several stages, beginner, intermediate, and advanced, all workouts that were filmed and done inside a hotel room. So it's all bodyweight exercises using what little equipment there is in a hotel room. So it uses the bed for a couple exercises. It uses a stool for a couple exercises. But other than that, you're not using any equipment. So we're not asking you to take in bands or a kettlebell or a pull-up bar or anything. We're going to show you how to do a workout in your room with absolutely no equipment. So let's start with workout A from the intermediate level of the hotel room workout program. We're going to repeat this circuit two times the first time you try it, and in future workouts you can do up to three times for each circuit. Now, 
We're doing the hotel room workouts because I'm doing a lot of traveling this fall. I was in Miami. This weekend I'm in Texas. Next weekend I go to Vegas. Then I go to Orlando. Then I go to Tampa. Then I go to Atlanta. And then I go back to Orlando. So all that time, I'm going to be doing some hotel room workouts. I'll be doing some hotel gym workouts. And I'll also be going and getting guest passes at local uh, gyms like Gold's Gym. I really like going to Gold's Gym for real workouts, as I call them. So, you know, obviously you can do a real workout in your hotel room to help you lose fat, sculpt your muscles. But, you know, I do like to get underneath the squat bar. So those are my real workouts that I call it. All right. So workout A, it's a circuit again. Start with bodyweight squat, 15 reps. Then you're going to do a prone stick up. You're going to lie in the bed to do that, or you can do it down on the uh, floor. But if you're doing it on the floor, I recommend laying a towel down. Um, you know, obviously you're on somebody else's carpeted floor. It's not just you in there. So next you're going to do a step up using the bed. Then close grip push-ups, forward lunges, plank with elbows on the bed. So that's um, kind of like doing a plank with your elbows on the ball. So you'll be in that position. Then a push-up plus, so when you do the push-up, you do an extra push at the top of the movement, move your shoulder blades apart, and then you finish off with a side plank. So that is an eight-exercise circuit. Go through that twice, rest as little as possible, but as much as you need to. All right, then you're going to finish off with some interval training using jumping jacks. Now, I've done these hotel rooms, and I don't think there's any problem doing jumping jacks even with people below you. And 30 seconds of jumping jacks followed by 30 seconds of recovery. Very slow walking in place, and you'll do that six times. So that is workout A from the hotel room workout. Okay, into Tuesday. I want you to do your 30 minutes of fun activity, but I want you to realize that when we do 30 minutes of activity on off days, it's for health and mobility purposes. It's not because I expect these off day activities to help you lose a lot of belly fat. And so to you know, kind of prove my point here, we're going to look at another long, slow cardio for weight loss research study that found not too great of results for cardio. In fact, the researchers have a very, very interesting point they put in the study about the relationship between cardio and weight loss, and I'll get to that in one second. But first, let's go through the study. It was published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine by researchers from Australia, and they wanted to take a look at the health improvements from cardiovascular training that occurred because of weight loss. So they had a lot of overweight men and women, 58 of them, very overweight. They had a BMI of 31. They did a 12-week aerobic exercise training program. They trained five times per week, and they burned 500 calories per session. So that should almost give them one pound of weight loss per week. So that's just under a pound of weight loss per week. Now, what happened was they got an average of 3.3 kilograms of weight loss. So that's about 7 pounds. But that is less than what they should have got. And in fact, they found that 26, 26 of the 58 participants, so almost half, failed to attain even 2 pounds of, or more than 2 pounds of weight loss. So they lost... 0.9 kilograms. So that was the average of that 26 participants who really didn't achieve much uh, benefit. So that was really surprising to the researchers. They found that almost half of the people didn't even lose three pounds. It was just over two pounds that they lost. On the other hand, they did experience significant improvements 
in fitness, and they lowered the blood pressure, and they lowered the resting heart rate. So that was good, and they also felt better. So I do not deny the fact that cardiovascular exercise gives you improvements in your health, but you do not need to go into a gym and stand on a treadmill or an elliptical in order to achieve that same type of results. You can just be active in your daily living. And you also do not run the risk of overuse injuries by doing the same thing thousands of times in an exercise session. So you can also improve, make these improvements simply by changing your diet. In fact, we'll talk about the improvements in diet from another study at the end of this call that were much, much more profound than what these people experienced with probably about five hours of cardio per week, 60 hours of cardio total. All right, so the authors conclude in this study that there is significant and meaningful health benefits even in the presence of lower-than-expected exercise-induced weight loss. So staying active, getting exercise, does make you healthy. Of course it does. But it is a less successful reduction in body weight from cardiovascular exercise than they expected. And they conclude, this is their quote, from a public health perspective, Exercise should be encouraged and the emphasis on weight loss reduced. Now, that's just not me saying cardio is not a good use of your time. That is researchers saying that we should stop saying cardio is great for weight loss. So, that is some interesting, interesting stuff there from our Australian friends. And they always seem to be ahead of the game with their research on cardiovascular training and weight loss. There's something going on. There, you know, our British researchers, friends, found in another study that some people overeat when they start a cardio program. And some of those people actually gained weight in that study that uh, was from the Journal of Obesity and somewhere on my blog. All right, so interesting stuff. Let's go back to the hotel room workouts, ones that are going to be more effective for changing your body because now we've got strength training in here, resistance training to help you sculpt your muscles, whereas Hours on the cardio machines will not do that for you. So workout B, you're going to repeat the circuit two times. The first time you try it in future workouts, you can do this circuit up to five times. So it's a shorter circuit. And here's what you're going to do. Prisoner squats for 15 reps to start. Then offset push-ups. That's where one hand is slightly staggered from the other. Then stick-ups. So you're going to be up against the wall to work your upper back there. Split squats, 12 reps per side. And then Spider-Man climbs, six reps per side. Rest as little as possible, go through that five times, and then you're going to finish off with interval training, which is where you're going to run in place. 20 seconds of running in place, 10 seconds of walking recovery, repeat that eight times. So that's the Tabata-type interval training where you do 20 seconds of exercise and 10 seconds of recovery. And that's going to be a very nice full-body workout you can do in your hotel room with absolutely no equipment. Of course, you can do this anywhere, anytime. You don't have to be in a hotel room, of course. You could do it on a street corner if you wanted to uh, put on a little show for people. Now, one thing you'll notice that it is very difficult to get a strength training type exercise for the upper back here. We do stick-ups or we do prone stick-ups. We do, you know, prisoner squats. That helps work the upper back, but it's nothing like doing a rowing type exercise. So if you do have access to any type of dumbbell or kettlebell or uh, rowing machine, seated row, or, or bar to do inverted rows, I would add that to one of these to these circuits each day so that you do get some upper back exercise in there. But if you're in a hotel room, 
obviously very difficult. If you're in a hotel gym, you can easily pull that off. There'll be something there every time. All right, so that's it for workout B. Let's go into Thursday, 30 minutes of fun activity, do something. You know, make sure that your social support is involved in there so that you get everybody needs social interaction. It makes us all feel a lot better. And that's just one aspect that you can get. You know, social support will probably give you the same type of positive mood influences and even some of that blood pressure reduction as, you know, hours of cardio. So, you know, do something fun with friends. And here's something that I want you to sit down and think about. This is something I posted on my Facebook page earlier this week at facebookcraig.com. If you want to go there and hit me up as a friend, that'd be great. But here's something that I said. Once you realize and accept how hard it is to lose fat, then you'll find the process to be quite simple. You'll understand that you need to plan your meals in advance. You need to prepare your workouts so you're not just winging it at the gym. You're not just going in and saying, okay, what am I going to do today? You're going to set up social support and you're going to identify solutions for all the obstacles in your life. Once you get it, once you understand that it requires this work, then you'll finally be ready to succeed. But if, again, you think you're just going to make it up as you go along, those are the people that struggle day in, day out. It really comes down to planning. So I hope you take that to heart. I hope people that are struggling, um, you know, that are worried about the next couple of months, I really want you to change your mindset. I really, really think that you must change your mindset if you want to succeed in the next couple of months, especially over the holidays. You know, just give yourself reward days like Thanksgiving here in Canada. People are going to reward themselves, but they should, you know, rein it in. It shouldn't be an entire cheat day. That's what you want to call it. It shouldn't be everything that you see on the table goes into your body. You should just, you know, pick and choose the things that give you the most reward, you know, the most pleasure. Stick to that then get right back on track. That's the mindset. That's the planning you need to have. So I hope that helps you, and I really look forward to your success stories with that mindset. Okay, into Friday, intermediate workout C. We've got another circuit, and again, in the future, you can do this one up to five times, but just go through it twice the first time through. You're going to do jumping jacks, 30 seconds. You're going to do bodywood squat, 20 reps. You're going to do push-ups for 20 reps. You're going to do Y squats for 12 reps, mountain climbers for 10 reps per side, and then you're going to do running in place for 30 seconds. And that is it. There's no actual interval training. It's all just one big circuit. And so that's what I want you to do. Again, two circuits for the first time through and up to five circuits as you get experience with that workout. Okay, Social Support Saturday, my favorite day of the week. I will be in Texas uh, this weekend. You're going to hear the call on Sunday, so I should be returning from Texas. And the next week I'll actually be in Las Vegas. Uh, just for the day, flying home that night. Um, so no exciting shenanigans in Vegas on Saturday. But, you know, social support, support Saturdays are my favorite day of the week because, you know, it gives everyone lots of time to interact and, and, you know, go and do stuff with friends, whether it's walking around downtown and going shopping or whether it's, you know, going for a big, long hike. Stay active, have fun, get some fresh air, hang out with friends, and remember – that uh, there's a lot more to fitness and health and, and fat loss than signing in at the gym, signing up for the cardio machine, and hating every minute of it. So let's avoid that and uh, live life with you know social support and activity that's not just like that. So here's what I want you. I want you to write this down and live your life according to this saying, which is something I really believe in, and it's from my friend Dave Kekich, who I've never actually uh, – met before. Actually, I have met him. I think I shook his hand once. 
but uh, I call him my friend because I read his credos every day. One of his credos. This is credo number 75. You can download download these for free on the internet. K E K I C H credo. Hundred uh, Dave Kekich's hundred Kekich credos. Number 75 is this: Persistence is a sure path to success with quality activities. Never, ever, ever give up. And I would throw in one more ever in there. So, you know, no matter what you're going through right now, just remember so many people have gone through struggles and never given up and eventually turned the corner and had success. And I know that you will be one of those too. So I really look forward to, again, hearing your success story. So stay strong, my friend. Stay strong through this journey. I know you can do it. And when you do do it, please let me know. Okay, Sunday, which is another good day, but I always like Saturdays better. Plan, shop, and prepare day. 30 minutes of fun activity. Again, make sure you're doing your planning and shopping and preparing. And here's another thing that I posted on my Facebook page that uh, got a lot of feedback. And it's this. Saying that diets don't work is a politically correct excuse that allows people to avoid diets in the first place. The politically incorrect truth is that diets do work. Many diets work. And it's the people that don't do the work. So I, the reason I wrote this was because on uh, MSN.com there was an article, you know, five reasons why diets don't work. And then it was all about how people give up on the diets because they're impatient, because, you know, they're lazy. They don't want to sacrifice anything. Well, it's not the diet's fault. It is the person's fault. And, you know, there is no personal responsibility in this world anymore, it seems. And so people can write articles giving people excuses to not even try. And that irritates me because I know a lot of people want to succeed and they need to be told that diets do work when people put the work into it. So here's what you need to understand is what you need to do is continue looking for the diet that will work for you because some diets will not suit your personality. Some diets will not suit your specific genetic makeup. And some diets will not suit your habits and rituals, maybe that you grew up on. Uh, you know, there's certain things. You have to have a snack at 3 o'clock in the afternoon every day because, you know, that's been ingrained in your mindset. Certainly, yes, you could change. It wouldn't, you know, no one's going to die if they change. But that might mean that certain programs are not for you. So just keep looking. Don't give up. And remember that even when you find the right diet, it will take hard work and consistency and it's a lifestyle change. I know people like to say diets don't work. It's a lifestyle change. Yes, it is, but the lifestyle change includes a diet. So let's, you know, let's suck it up and admit that people are quitting diets and it's not the diet's fault. And let's, you know, encourage people to keep on trying so that they don't give up and, you know, just forget about it. So, again, good luck. I know you can do it. Stay strong. And when you succeed, contact me, even if you want to say, hey, you know, you, you sure were mean on that call, but I'll admit it, you helped me turn the corner and find something that I like. So I can take it. I hope you can too, and let's hear about your success. Now, the reason why I say that diets and many diets work is because of this study that I found. It came from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, uh, September issue 2009, and it's called the one-year maintenance after significant weight loss in healthy, overweight, and obese subjects. Does diet composition matter study? That's what it was called. So here's what they did. They had um, they did this study where they had two phases. 
So they had big groups of people, and in phase one, people went on a low-energy diet for three months. So that means they, you know, cut their calories. And then in phase two, the subjects were assigned to either a high-protein or a high-carbohydrate diet for one year. And in this second phase, in this one-year phase, the diets were very controlled, and they were prescribed for the individual to help them maintain their weight loss. So they lost weight in 12 weeks, and then they were just meant to maintain that weight loss for, for an entire year. So here's, the, first of all, the very impressive result, which goes to everything I've said about diet. Diet is way more important than exercise because they lost an average of 16.5 kilograms. That is, you know, do the math, 35 pounds on the low-calorie diet in phase one. Compare that to cardio, where some people were doing five hours of cardio per week for two pounds of weight loss. That is disappointing. So for those people, changing their diet 18 times more effective. So that's just why I, I completely think that cardio is a, a waste of time for so many people. If they spent that mental energy fixing their nutrition, they'd be so far ahead of the game. And then doing short burst workouts to sculpt their muscles, to give them the fitness. You know, they can cut their workout time in more than half. Again, most people are exercising for five hours per week. You know, you really only do two and a half. So it's almost half, sorry. So three hours per week on turbulence training. Really, actually, it's 45 minutes, 90 minutes, 135 minutes per week versus 300 minutes per week on the cardio program. So it is more than half using turbulence training. You would lose more weight. So 16.5 kilograms lost in phase one. And now here's what happened in phase two. For over the entire year, they were actually able to maintain a weight loss of 14.5 kilograms. So they gained two kilograms in a year. But there was no difference between the two groups in how much weight they gained back. So, you know, if Joe was in the high-protein group, what he did was go on the same diet. So they all used the same diet for 12 weeks, Joe and Mary, you know. They both lost 16.5 kilograms. And then after 12 weeks, Joe went on a high-protein diet, and Mary went on a high-carbohydrate diet. And at the end of a year, they both gained back 2 kilograms. So the high-carbohydrate diet didn't cause Mary to gain back, you know, 10 kilograms, and Joe only gained, you know, 1 kilogram. They both gained 2 kilograms in a year, which is pretty good. So, I mean, if you lost 35 pounds and were able to keep 30 pounds off a year later, you'd probably be pretty happy. I mean, obviously, we'd like to see zero weight regain, but it's showing you that people can maintain their weight loss. Now, here's the one disappointing thing about the study, and this is actually a really disappointing thing about the study, is that 47% of the 180 subjects who began the study completed both phases. So less than 90 people of the 180 who actually started finished. So 90 Three people, I guess, or, or about that, would have dropped out of the study somewhere along the line. It doesn't say if they dropped out mostly in the 12-week diet or over the year. So that's frustrating. And maybe because they didn't have social support. Maybe they weren't on the diet that best suited their personality. But it is disappointing that so many people are still dropping out, and, and that's our, our, you know, my struggle. i got to find ways to keep you guys involved 
you know, and we're certainly looking into that stuff all the time. But the final conclusion from these authors is that the results indicate that protein, that the protein or carbohydrate content of the maintenance diet has no effect on successful weight loss maintenance. So, if you're a high-carbohydrate diet lover and you're getting results, don't let anybody talk you out of it. If you're a high-protein diet lover and you're getting results, don't let anybody talk you out of it, you know, provided the diets are safe. You know, they're not too extreme. So I wish you success. That was uh, a lot of information in this call. I think it was maybe one of the absolute best calls. Lots of new information there, even a new workout. And next week, we're going to come back at you with an advanced hotel room workout. So that uh, bodyweight-only hotel room workout. Got five nutrition rules for you. I have a fasting research update. So this is a really interesting research. It has to do with my friend Brad Pilon's Eat, Stop, Eat program. And we're also going to talk about the truth about burning a 1,000 calories in an hour of exercise. Because I've come across so many people who are stating they just burned a 1,000 calories in their workout. And I have to call bull on that. So we're going to talk about the truth about how many calories you can really burn in an exercise session next week. So this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com. I really hope you enjoyed this call. Please tell your friends about the podcast and about the website, ttfatloss.com, where I go over everything that we talked about in the calls. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. So happy Thanksgiving, Canada, and I will talk to everybody next week. Have a great week, and keep on losing that fat.